H2O in it, man. What's going on, man? You know what time it is? Alpha College Show. <clears throat> Where we being the most alpha version of ourselves in here, man. And I just like to thank you guys for listening, man. It's been a crazy year. Hey, man. We going on, uh, I think I've been doing this podcast since 2019. July 2019 or something like that, man. So, basically a year and a half, give or take. I've been on this, man. And, um, hey, it's my birthday. <laughs> birthday time rolling around. <clears throat> um... It's hard for me to do like a whole year-ending New Year's resolution, so I decided to do this, man. If you guys ever want to donate to the Alphacology Show, my cash app is dollar sign Gregory Fashaw. Again, dollar sign Gregory Fashaw. That's G-R-E-G-O-R-Y F-A-S-H-A-W. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Mufasa Fashaw. Twitter, Jones G. Fashaw, if you guys want to go ahead and drop something. <clears throat> drop something, you know, I, I do a little consultations here or there, you know, for the extended ones, you know. Uh, time, my time ain't free, but it ain't, I'm not charging the arm and the leg, but I always like to keep everybody in, in check. And then, you know, I got a couple group chats going where we encourage each other to be the most dominant version since we got a problem with that word alpha male. But, nah, fuck that. We're going to say alpha male versions of ourselves. And I'm going to break down why I love that word so much. <clears throat> and why they hate it so much. So, first things first. Um, <clears throat> first things first. 33, man. <clears throat> the big 3-3. Three, three. 33 years. On this earth. What have I learned. So far. The top things I learned. About being an alpha male. In 33 years. Alright. Um, the first thing I learned man. You have to figure out. Who you are. If you don't figure out. Who you are good, the bad, the ugly, it will always come to bite you in the ass. My father used to always tell me this, man. He say, we used to play around all the time, right? And he would say something like, do you know who you are? Do you really know your identity? Are you still trying to find yourself? And um, he used to say, <clears throat> what's your name, son? And I say, my name is Gregory Fashaw. Oh, yeah? You sure that's your name? Why is that your name? And, you know, I'm like, Dad, because y'all named me that. You sure we named you that? How you know for sure? <laughs> you know, is that what you want to be called for the rest of your life? He would literally sit there and say, is that what you want to be called for the rest of your life? And he'll repeat it. And I'm like, do I want to be called that? He said, you got to figure that out for yourself. Can I change my name tomorrow? No, you can't change your name tomorrow. <laughs> so, 
<clears throat> I do this um, when I do my consultations. I ask them what what you like doing. Your definition of peace, the first thing that pop up in your head. Not what you think I want to hear, just blurt it out. When I think of peace, I think of me relaxed, laying down somewhere, or chilling, laid back with my feet up. That's what I think of peace. Nobody bothering me. I'm listening to the ocean. I'm listening to music. Uh, smoking a cigar. Now that I'm older, I just threw a cigar in there. Something quite nice and I'm relaxed. That's what I looked at peace. And I everybody's different. So what I'm basically saying is when you think about who you are as a man, just as a human being, what's the first thing that first few things that pop up in your head? You know what I'm saying? When I see that, I see myself on the throne. I always see myself on the throne. I seen the world through my my own eyes, my own lens. Even if it don't make sense, it's still my my views, my perspectives, whether they make sense to everybody or not. And um, that's a big thing. Of trying to figure out who you are. It's dudes that go their whole life. Not figuring out who they are. I'm sorry. I was one of those dudes. I, I was actually in a marriage. Unhappy. Because deep down I knew. This is not who I wanted to be. Or at least under these circumstances. This is not how I wanted to live my life. Or that you know. I didn't want to be in that marriage thing. The marriage thing really started to set in motion that stuff I already knew about myself. It started to bring it out. And um, I like to thank all the women I done dealt with for helping me bring out the real me. Because it's always going to be there. And they still, every woman I done dealt with, every homeboy, homegirl I interact with, they get a different, they get their own version of me, but it's still the same, but they still missing pieces. And, um, it's only certain things about me. I know everything, you know, who knows everything about me, me and the most high, everything about me, not one person on this planet could tell you every single thing about me. And that's how it's supposed to be, fellas. And when you know you who you are, you protect you protect who you are. You build you build from it. So um, once I figured out who I was, that's when I got to my peace. A lot of cats they call my line, ask man, how do I find peace? How do I get her back? I say, okay, you want your girl back? Why do you want her back? Is it because of pussy? Is it because you worked so hard? You invested? Why haven't you invested that same amount of energy into yourself? You should have more energy to invest in yourself now. Forget that girl. Once she, once she see you investing energy in yourself and you becoming bigger, badder, stronger, bolder, more attractive, she going to be right back. She's going to be right back. And if she don't, good. You dodge the bullet. You finna find something better. You always upgrade but the best thing I could ever tell a man to do is, who are you? My consultations, 
will go much go by much faster better when you just tell the truth about yourself that's how you can help my dad always told me man he said man listen you can lie to everybody else but don't lie to me cuz i'm i love you and i want to help you how am i supposed to help you if I, nobody knows the truth the same thing with your lawyer like you ever seen law like as soon as you pay the lawyer now you could confess even if you did it or not he's working for you you know what i'm saying a good lawyer will get you off even if you're guilty or get you less time even if, but you got to tell him the truth so you know how to work around it so same thing when you come when you're trying to figure out yourself you got to tell yourself the truth you got to know your strengths you got to know your weaknesses you got to know Everything about you, about yourself. You got to know places to stay away from, who to go around, who not to go around. <clears throat> when I when I um make some extra cash or I hit it big, I know to stay out of the casino because I'm going to spend half of it. I'm going to gamble half of it away. Maybe I win, maybe I won't. But guess what? I don't go around. Like I always tell these cats, man. <clears throat> Which brings me actually to my next point. 33 years. Alright. 33 years man. What I've learned so far. About being an alpha male. Know your strengths. And know your weaknesses. Know your strengths. And know your weaknesses. My boy. We came up with a joke with my dad. And I said, how I stay faithful in a room full of hoes every night? Because I, t- I was really going back and forth about being a bouncer at this time. I think I was 24 at the time or 25. I was thinking about being a bouncer at a strip club. And I'm just saying to myself, what about if I end up in a relationship and I'm around these strippers? How Am I going to be faithful? Am I willing to be faithful? Monogamous? Stuff like that. And I asked my my uh, buddy. He was the manager at the time. He said, I said, man, how do you stay faithful in a room full of hoes? He said, he just laughed. And then, you know, I took it to my pops. I said, pops, how do you stay faithful in a room full of hoes? How would you? He said, man, I'll stay out the room full of hoes. That's what he said. You want to stay faithful in a room full of hoes? Stay out the room full of hoes. If you know that's your strength or your weakness. And I understood that. After that, fellas, it's the same thing. We all human beings. We're not perfect. You should know your strength. You should know your weakness. Guess what? You can make a beautiful pot of macaroni and cheese and place it in front of me and say, don't eat it until I get back. I ain't going to touch it. I don't eat cheese. Right? I don't eat mac and cheese. That's a strength. My ability to not eat mac and cheese. But guess what? If you bring some wings in front of my face and say, hey, I'm going to need you not touch these beautiful buffalo wings with ranch, all flats. Don't touch them until I get back. Uh, Hey, that's going to be a little bit harder. Because now... You're working with my flesh a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? So y'all got to understand 
your strengths and weaknesses. A lot of our strengths and weaknesses lie, especially with men, when it comes to emotions into our flesh. And you know what I mean, flesh. Talking about your dick. Talking about though though not just your dick, but just you know anything that releases endorphins into your bloodstream to make you feel like high or feel good, make you feel orgasmic. We struggle with that. We're men. And sometimes it depends on if you was raised in an emotional connection, an emotional state, um, your emotions as well. You should be able to understand your strengths and your weaknesses and build your environment to your strengths, not your weaknesses. If I had a drug addiction to crack cocaine, why would I move next to a crack house? <clears throat> you understand? Why would I do a job working with crack cocaine? If I'm a married man, I'm supposed to be in a monogamous relationship with a woman. And I know I like big booties and pretty faces. Why am I why am I trying to get it? Why am I working at a strip club? Some bound to go down. You don't jump in the you don't jump in the water with sharks and don't get and expect not to get bit. One day it's gonna bite. One day you're gonna get bit. You don't work with alligators for 20 some odd years and ain't get bit by no gator. Just don't work like that. So you always want to put yourself in an environment where you, your strengths are so strong, it protects you from your weaknesses. All right? So if whatever whatever situation you want to put yourself in, you got to you got to see the weakness of that situation and stay away from it. All right. Um, I wouldn't put myself in it. We could do sports. If I'm going to place a bet like me and my buddy and say something like, okay, we need to play five sports. And the best out of five win $100. Why would I choose soccer? I'm not a good soccer player. Why would I, why would I choose cross country? I'm not a good cr cross country player. Just like my buddy. My buddy the other day, you know, I go to the boxing gym. I'm working on my, you know, my one-twos, my left hooks, my right my right hooks, my jabs, my straights. You know, I've been working on that for a while. I've been getting into shape a little bit, ready to start sparring. He comes and says, man, I bet you can't do, um, you need to come to CrossFit. Can you handle that workout? I'm like. I probably can if I get used to it. Well, whatever you want to do, we could do it. I'm like, well, let's box. And he's like, no, no, let's do CrossFit. Now, I know my strength is in boxing. His strength is what? In CrossFit. So, of course, it was just a stalemate. We didn't do anything. Like, you know, that's what it is. That's how you live your life. You never put yourself at a disadvantage. I see dudes do that all the time. Don't do that. 
Never put yourself at a disadvantage. Always get yourself looking good. Always play home. I always like to say, always have home field advantage. Always. Always have home field advantage. Always create your environment. Because once you create your environment, that energy, nobody else could du duplicate. So, you know what I'm saying? Strengths and weaknesses have always been my thing. All right? I don't like fighting people who have good left who have good left hands or good left hooks. You understand? Or got powerful jabs. <clears throat> I don't like fighting people like that. That's my weakness. I could fight brawlers. I could fight people who could do uppercuts or. Mm -mm. I don't want to fight nobody who got. Who could quickly tap my face. You understand? <laughs> so you want to do strengths and weaknesses, fellas. Now, this is my other one. One method, one method does not fix everything. Just because it worked last time don't mean it's going to work this time. All right. One method does not fix everything. All right. I have a Phillips screwdriver. All right. Can I use that Phillips screwdriver to repair and uh, put together all the furniture in my house? Hell no. Sometimes I'm going to have to use an Allen wrench. Sometimes I'm going to have to use a, um, <clears throat> a forehead, you know, an Allen wrench, all that stuff, a flathead. You feel what I'm saying? Same thing with your situation, like. I was talking to one of my cons consultations and they was uh, telling me about a business deal that they got and it was successful. And I was like, all right, cool. So what the problem is like, well, the last three times I did it, I did the same thing. It wasn't successful. I'm like, buddy, you cannot approach everything in life with the same energy that you approach the first one. Like I always tell dudes that I say I can't approach the, every chicken life. With the same game. It ain't going to work every time. You know what I'm saying? So you have to. Read the room. Analyze. Okay. You have to analyze every situation. <clears throat> then go from there. Alright. That's how I want you guys to understand. One method. Does not solve everything. Let me write that down. One method does not solve everything. All right. Now this might be a little bit controversial. You know, y'all know I'm a spiritual man, man of the Most High. And I like to always say this: I love God. I know God. I don't believe in God. I know God. I talk to God. Even when I don't want to talk to him. There's certain things he know about me. I ain't even know about myself till later. Like, man, I would never do that. Now I'm doing it. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> I'm never, I'm never gonna sit up here and tell y'all not to pray. All right, but it's one thing about praying. I feel like it's just begging, right? Asking God for stuff. God, I want a six pack. But you sit there and drink beer every day and eat buffalo wings every night and cookies and cake. But you're praying to God every day for a six pack. Most of the dudes I talk to who um, don't per se believe in the high power or the most high or God or the, any, any kind of God, it's, it was it was an event in their life where they prayed absolutely very, very hard and the prayers went unanswered. All right. Um, I'm here to tell y'all now I'm 33 years old. It takes more than prayer. I like to call it. Some people call it sacrifice. Some people don't. I call it fasting and praying. It takes more than just praying. You got to fast. You got to break whatever cycle, whatever you think you want. You got to break yourself down to receive it. It's kind of like muscles. Your muscles won't grow if they're not getting broken down to build themselves back up. <clears throat> Same thing. When I when I want when I'm asking the Most High for something, hey, I'm praying. I'm reading my Bible, yeah, but I'm still fasting. I'm still denying my flesh because I know once you deny your flesh, you get on a higher frequency. You're on a higher level spiritually. I don't care what religion you go to or look through. It has something to do, something with a sacrifice, something, a ritual, whatever you want to call it, whatever. It has something you must do that you usually don't do to get a required result. That's the same thing with prayer. It is. You're praying. You want to make sure your prayer answered or the right thing is going. One thing I do tell you, one of, one of the reasons why I'm so confident, because I know how to sit there and I can fast and I can pray. And it gives me so much confidence to be the best man, the most alpha king version of myself I could be. Because, hey, man, you ain't eat the last. You ate yesterday. I didn't. I'm already stronger than you mentally and spiritually. I'm already protected mentally and spiritually. I know I've been, you know, up there with the most high sacrificing, cleansing myself. I call it cleanse. You got to come clean. You got to cleanse, cleanse yourself. Now, I ain't just talking about no confession. I'm talking about cleanse. Mind, body, spirit, soul. <clears throat> and that's some of the hardest things you could do. I could easily get on my knees and open up my Bible and say a prayer. You know, say the Lord's Prayer and all that. I think it's personally one of the best prayers you could ever pray. Um, Psalms 23 as well. Um, but it is something about that energy that you're giving to the Most High through fasting, through sacrificing things you would of the flesh. Just of the flesh. 
Not saying you got to cut off or do blood. I don't do all that crap. I ain't got to do that. But you know how to um, pray in secret, fast in secret. Y'all do. Y'all know what it is. You can fast a lot of stuff. But one thing I know about it is when I fast, things get done. When I fast, things get done. Just as fast as the pray. Just as fast as the praying does. Probably faster. So if y'all boys want to do something right, y'all get right with the most high. Y'all, y'all go, y'all go abide by those statutes and commandments. Y'all go ahead and dedicate a couple days. You know what I'm saying? I can some some people. They call it intermittent fasting. I would never call it intermittent. That's, that's a lifestyle for me. I don't want to put nothing in my body until I open that book, until I talk with the Most High, until I had a moment of clarity. Then I put something in my body. It's one of the reasons I'm still grounded today. I'm grounded and I'm not going crazy or in, in somebody's prison today. <laughs> um... Also, man, another thing I learned after these 33 years, man, a beautiful thing, bro. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Logic over emotion will get you ahead in life. Let me say that again. Use logic over emotion. I ain't say be emotionless. Just understand <clears throat> when you're being emotional, even me, I, I got to understand when I'm being emotional or if I'm doing something out of emotion or if I'm doing something out of logic. When you're operating on your highest level of logic, you'll be able to manipulate emotions and you could get things done. You want to know why marketing is such a big thing and is so successful because they know how to manipulate emotions. Colors, pictures, music, all of that. It's a reason why you put on, when you in a room with a girl and you put on a slow jam to loosen her up, to manipulate the emotions, to make her feel good. You understand? Use your logic over your emotions. I don't care what they say about manipulation. Listen. The most lot the the strongest person in the relationship is the most logical person. That's the strongest person in the relationship. The thinker, the whoever thinking, already planned it out. Right now, I could text. I could probably text like four or five women, a couple texts, a certain way, and make them cry. Not bragging, not, but I use my logic over, I studied them so much to the point where I know what to say to make them tick. I know what to say to make them get, you know, to make them jump, to make them sit down. I know exactly what to say. You don't get there if you're being emotional. 
because you're too busy worried about your feelings instead of studying people, which brings me to my next one. Study people. <laughs> Study people. Sit down. Shut up. And pay attention to what people are doing. Body language. Actions and words. Pay attention. Pay attention to what people are doing. I don't know if that's just a part of me. I like people watching, but I know for a fact. I know when somebody watching me. I remember I went to a party one time, and I wasn't the life of the party. But somebody came up to me and was like, hey, man, you know you like to turn up, man. Why you ain't turning up? Why you just chilling? And I said to myself, why are they so adamant about me turning up? One, I, t I observed everybody was going off the flow and the energy was pointed towards me. So I know I'm being watched. Do I want to turn up? Do I want to ease into it? I just want to read the room. I'm just reading the room. But when you read the room, you notice who's watching you, who's not. You could, I could go up to a chick and I could tell by her body language if she's into me or not. She ain't got to say shit. Sometimes I don't even care if she's into me or not because I'll be focused on some other shit. Or I'll be focused on, I'll be in my own little world, I'll be focused on what I'm doing. If I sit at the bar next to a chick, I'm going to order me a drink first. Sit there a couple, look over, mind my business, keep doing the same thing. All right. Now I feel the energy. She feel my energy. She's still here. Okay, we, we got a conversation going. It's not that hard. But even if I'm having a conversation with a chick at the bar, I'm still studying everybody in that motherfucker. I can't help it. But I learned to embrace it. I learned to embrace it. When I'm out and about, I do that all the time. You know, I'm a teacher as well, so I observe kids all the time. I always see what they're doing, how they do it. It's just fun to me, right? But I learned that studying people could go a long way with your life. And it can help you get things done. Hold on. All right, so um, it can help you get things done, and and I just want you guys to know that I appreciate, like again, I appreciate you guys being listening to me. Um, these things that's just really stood at me after thirty three years that helped me become the most alpha version of myself. Studying people, um, knowing my strengths and weaknesses, figuring out who I was as a man. And the fun part of figuring out, it's not etched in stone. You could evolve from that. You could grow on that. But the first thing you have to do, I always say the first alpha thing that must be done is live you your truth. How do you want to live it? How do you want to be perceived by everyone? Okay. Once you figure out how you want to be perceived by everyone, why do you want to do that? You got to always ask yourself, why am I doing this? What makes me happy? 
especially what makes me happy without hurting other people. That's the that's that's an alpha rule to live by, no matter what. I always told my mom, I say the best thing I could do for you is become successful, so you don't have to worry about me. The best thing I could do for any best thing you could do for any of the people or your loved ones <clears throat> is do what's best for you. Then they don't have to worry about you. You know what I'm saying? And um, we have to do a lot of thinking as men. Which means my next one, was, that was fast. Now, this one right here is probably going to end all be all. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. The first thing you have to do with loving yourself ain't giving yourself a hug. As a man, love yourself. That means do what it takes to ensure that you're happy, that you're going to survive, that you're going to live strong, long, and be what it's supposed to be as a man. That's it. Straight up. Love yourself. It's no way you could call yourself the most alpha version of anything if you're not loving yourself the best way you can. You know what loving yourself looking looks like? Waking up 6 a.m. in the morning, going to the boxing gym to make sure you staying on top of your, your body goals. Make sure you staying in shape. Eating the correct food because the doctor says hey high blood pressure running your family that's loving yourself you want to know it's not loving myself waking up in the morning late in the afternoon eating a bunch of pork because i like the way it tastes and that's what i feel like doing mm -mm. love is a decision it's not a feeling i always tell y'all that love is a decision the first thing about love is you're going to have parts where you can work. You're going to work on the love. And it's going to be parts where you play with the love. Everybody likes the part where you play with love. You around there being romantic. You, you're kissing up on your girl, cuddling, hunching, doing all the porn moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's a work part too. Same thing with yourself. You, you romance yourself. Dude, read a book. Relax. Sometimes I take myself out on a date my, my, by myself. I go get a massage. I go get my feet rubbed on because I love me. Because I deserved it. I earned it. I earned, my, I earned my own love. If I don't see myself as a prize, who will? If I don't love me, who else will? That's what y'all got to understand, man. Um, you got to love yourself, and this is a bonus right here, man. Duality. There's two sides to every man. You got the good side, you got the bad side. You got the good version of Greg, you got the bad versions of Greg. You got the good alpha college, you got the bad alpha college. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's duality. 
What is good without bad? What is bad without good? What is dark without light? Think about it. Yin and yang, y'all want to call it whatever. My favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time, I feel like the one of the best alpha versus beta, alpha male versus beta male uh, movies has to be Fight Club. All right, y'all go check y'all go check Fight Club out, man. Break it'll break it down. But <clears throat> you had the alpha male in there, and you had the beta male in there. All right, of course the alpha male um, <sighs> represented chaos, controlled chaos, but he had everything flowing and moving, and he got respect, and he was living life. You know what I'm saying? Um, then you had the beta male who was thinking about killing himself because he was going with what society told him to go with, go with that flow, and this is what's going to make you happy. No, do not read anything in that goddamn book that say, oh, this is going to make you happy. No, figure that thing out on your own. All right? Um, it's two sides to every man. It's a good side and a bad side. Usually, two men meet up and interact. If one man is on his bad shit, the other man, whoever has the strongest side is going to bring out the other side. So basically, if if I roll up on a dude and he's on his bad, he on his bad energy. And his bad energy is so strong, his bad energy is so strong, for some odd reason, he feel like picking a fight with me. Guess what man going to come out? If my, now the good man, if my good energy is strong enough, I probably could talk him out of trying to fight me. But guess what? If I'm in a neutral state, <clears throat> guess what? That, all right, this is what you want. And now we fight. It all depends. We all got it. We are, it just depends on how strong it is. When, when, when my energy, when I feel my energy is getting real bad, I usually like to um, go into my own little world, I like to say. Stay away from people. Be introverted until I can be extroverted again. Because usually when I'm in a bad mood or my energy is wrong, it's something I need to connect with with the most high. It's something I ain't doing right. I'm not self-reflecting enough to see where my mood changed. Who changed my mood? Why am I stressed about this? Why am I stressed about this in life? Why am I stressed about that in life? Same thing. When I'm in a good mood, I'm still, I still have to have it in the back of my mind. Okay, what could flip this around? Let me protect it. My father taught me, man, a lot of stuff. And he said, when you the good during the good times, you prepare for the bad times. And during the bad times, you prepare for the good times. And to this day, I still do that. It keeps you balanced. It keeps you logical. And you won't be in an emotional whirlwind like most of these dudes. <coughs> when everything goes crazy and haywire, you should be able to be a people watcher. You should know your strengths and weaknesses. It's fun, guys. It all It, it will all click. Your mind is like your body. Your spirit is like your body as well. It has different moving parts that all have to work simultaneously. 
So the same thing when you approach this society and you interact with different people, you have to do all of those. You got to know what's best for you. But the best thing I love to say is if you know who you are, you know what's best for you and what's bad for you. And if you know who you are, nine times out of ten, you love who you are. You have to. You got to love yourself. Because God only made one you. Nobody can out you you. That's my number one go-to. What makes you so what makes you such an alpha male? Because nobody's like me on this planet. From my fingerprint to the way I sound, to the way I move, to the way I do things. That's it. I'm good at being me. You can't outbe me. I know things about me you will never know. <laughs> I love take I love saying that to people. Hey, and people can say it back and I and I accept it. You know, so in the long run, man, I just want to break that break those things down to you, give y'all some knowledge, man. I appreciate you guys for tuning in Alpha College, man. We going 2 years strong, man. Hey, listen. I'm always do it. I'm always do it for us, man. I'm do it for my brothers, man, who out here trying to be the most masculine versions of themselves, the most alpha male versions. Of themselves. Until next time. Remember this is not tea. This is protein. Peace out.